Hello, EKN Nation. Welcome again to another awesome podcast here on the EKN Radio Network. This is an industry insider where we talk to, uh, whether it's event promoters, guys in the industry, shop owners, team owners, manufacturers, whatever it may be, give you an opportunity to get a little more inside what's going on in our sport. A lot of the times we do take the opportunity to talk to event promoters uh, about races that are coming up to kind of give you a feel for what you may want to be doing uh, each year. Of course, 2020 now underway. It is Wednesday, February the 5th. My name is Rob Howden, and it is episode 31 of the Industry Insider. And excited to have a, a guy on the show here today who I've known for, I want to say, 20 three years because I think I first met Terry Trader and his dad Gus when Keith Freeber brought me to the Quincy in the Park race when I worked for National Cart News. Uh, Quincy in the Park, one of the absolute legendary races in our sport, which now spans over 60 years. Terry, thank you for joining us here on the EKN Radio Network. I really appreciate you taking the time. Rob, it's uh, great to be here in this uh, with your great industry uh, in, in website program. It's really kind of brought the karting world together. And I, I love the fact that we have uh, one place we can go and get all the information. Well, I appreciate that. It's, it's, it's interesting. You know, when, when I got past the 20 years in the sport, you've been in it longer than that. It's, it's, I kind of look back and I remember that first time when I, when I first started with national cart news and I was reaching out to, you know, the guys, the players in the sport Keith Freeber, of course, was one of them. And he says, hey, Rob, if, if we're going to get you up to speed on what happens south of the border, because I was Canadian. I, I, I worked for Performance Racing News and started their, really started and expanded their karting program in the mid-90s. He goes, i got to take you to Quincy in the Park. So down I came. I'll do a quick little soliloquy. <laughs> down I came. Uh, wide-eyed. I went to St. Louis. I saw the shop at Margay. Drove over with a full trailer with uh, Keith Freeber and uh, Darren Rudolph, Alan Rudolph's brother. And um, the first day I met, I met Gus, he took me for a, a run around in the golf cart. We, this is an awesome place. I drank too many Miller lights on Saturday nights and they eventually entered me and I raced in Yamaha uh, pipe, I think pipe heavy, I think on Sunday, it was a wild weekend. Um, but let's talk about the Quincy Grand Prix and the Quincy in the park race, because first off, the thing I want to talk, ask you about now, for those of you tuning in, it's June the 13th and 14th. South Park is back. Uh, people are fired up about it. Uh, let's talk about the history. I, I want to begin with that because some people may not know much about the Quincy Grand Prix, Terry. Let's talk about the history. How did it start? Talk about your father, Gus, a little bit and, and how this race came to came to be. Uh, back in 1970. So uh, this actually, this year is, is the 50th anniversary of the first running of the event. That's amazing. And uh, it is. It really is. And uh, they they had in a celebration they were starting in Quincy, Illinois, called the Dogwood Festival, and that okay. was Quincy's known for is Tree City, USA, and they the dogwood trees come out in the first week of May, and it's beautiful. And the downtown Quincy, as you know, is a gorgeous, gorgeous street that you drive down. Definitely Middle America, you know, there could be a, a picture of it uh, because it's uh, so iconic. Uh, the way the trees are beautiful and the big old houses on main street yeah. and all that kind of thing. So anyway, they, they had this festival and, uh, put on by the chamber of commerce. They were just starting it. And one of the, the, uh, gals that was leading the, the, uh, chamber of commerce came to Gus and said, Hey, is there anything that you can do to help us promote this, this dogwood festival? Would you be interested in trying to do a, a go-kart race? And, uh, so, my dad, as always, the promoter he is, he uh, <laughs> got with one of the local radio guy that owned a radio station here locally that was another 
uh, go-getter, and uh, they went out and looked around Quincy for a place to hold a go-kart race in town because TNT, of course, was across the river. Yeah, you guys, you guys you have know, a, you guys have a track across the river in West Quincy, right? Right, yeah. TNT Carways, and Gus, you know, still today, it's probably had more. Uh, national karting events than any track in history. Yeah. Uh, you know, he had, uh, you know, all kinds of IKF national events over the years and it became legendary in that way. But, uh, we did this. So he started this thing and they looked all over for, and, and they found this place called South Park in Quincy. And it was ended up being an absolute perfect setup. It's a 1.2 mile, uh, road around the interior of this park and the and it's an up and down elevation changes and the roads are wide and uh it actually was just unbelievable and they went around the 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 way the traffic went which was counterclockwise but there was a lot of hills coming up all the time that that made it a little difficult so one of my my mechanic that that did all my engine building for all, all the years Stan Long he was the driver. I was in college at the time. And he said, well, let's try to go the other way. So they went the other way and went clockways. And that became the way we go. And it's got the famous jump in, yeah. the, in the track. And uh, they the first race was, I think they had like 80 carts. And uh, the track was very rough. And it was very difficult just to finish. And But they had a successful event, and from there, Gus ran it from 1970 to 2001, wow. and it just kind of had a, a lifespan like a lot of things do, yep. you know, and uh, the track got very rough and and things, and the Carters just decided to quit coming. So uh, they can't, Gus decided not to, to do the race anymore, and then uh, he went on with his life and did golf promotions and all kinds of things, but then he passed away in 2016. And the park district, not anything to do with Gus's death or anything like that, but they repaved half the park in uh, 2017 and the other half in 2018. And they said, hey, uh, came to me and said, would you be interested in bringing the karting race back? Now, for those 17 years, the race wasn't held. No matter where I went in any kind of restaurant, grocery store, wherever, the question always was, "Hey, when are you going to bring really? the race back?" Because that's the people, awesome. That's oh, yeah. awesome. It was because the people of Quincy loved the event because it's such a, a great family event, and the park is so yeah. beautiful. And you know, um, we've had estimates of you know twenty thousand spectators there. Now, the great thing about it, and the unique thing about it, is it is all free to the Quincy residents. There's there's no charge, so they come and they watch this great event in uh, in in this park and it's a it's a great outing for the whole community and uh you know gus did run the race the first week in may that was when the dogwood festival was for the first five years they ran it they had two rainouts so gus decided hey that's not going to work too much rain chances they moved it to the first week in june and from then on, they had, I think, maybe one rain problem, and but that was it. And so they ran it for, you know, 27 years to basically got yep. all the races in. So that was, it was fabulous. And again, it was so, so well known. And we've had different multiple uh, media coverages and television coverages over the years. Nothing live or anything like that. But it's such, it's just such a unique event. And the track, as you know, is a real driver's track. It's really an amazing place to drive a, a, a cart. You know, you know, Terry, what, what kind of reminds me of, and just to try to kind of paint the picture a little bit for the people listening here on the EKN Radio Network who, who maybe don't know about the Quincy Grand Prix and the Quincy in the Park race as they 
people in the sport has been around a long time. It's just the park. You race the park. Um, yeah, to me, it's like it's almost like a little Road Atlanta or Road America. You know, it's that unbelievable. You know, Road Road Atlanta is such a good example because it's such a park. Like it's a park, so it, it, it's there's the trees everywhere. It's like you're running through the forest, kind of a thing. And then that was the one thing, even back in 1997 when I came, that blew me away was the amount of people that come in there. Early on Sunday, people are rolling in, they're putting their putting their blankets out, right? They're putting up easy up tents because they want to block off their spot. And when I got a chance to drive, as I went around the track, there's people everywhere. And it was that was one of the things, just the atmosphere around the track, just to paint the picture, folks. It's Road Atlanta for karting. It's a it's a it's a difficult racetrack. It's challenging, but it was so much fun. I really, really enjoyed myself. And you will never find any karting event. I, I there's no karting event that has that kind of spectators that go to it. And no. the the fans love it, and they uh, they respect the drivers, and they they make it a party. It's a it's an event. It's not just a karting event. I mean, it's a it's a it's an actual city event. And the Quincy is always known, and and you know it's it's the right size town where the, the karting racer, the karting driver is held in high regard and they really appreciate you coming to Quincy, you know, eating in the restaurants, staying in the hotels and, and being there and, and you're, you're highly respected. I mean, you can go to a lot of big cities and you, they don't even, you know, they, you, they don't even know you're there. Okay. Yep. But when you come into Quincy, there's a sign across the main street, welcome Carters. And you're in the newspaper, uh, every day, uh, that we've got a w, we got a, a channel or a CBS and an NBC news affiliate here. Luckily they carried on the sports news. Yeah. I mean, it's a cool deal. I mean, it's a, and, and the track again, uh, my goal was when we did the track, cause it got the, the race kind of got a reputation that it was, it was dangerous. And we really didn't have that many people over the years get hurt, but it's sort of, ended up getting that reputation. So my goal when I brought it back in 18 was that, or 17, excuse me, was that it was going to be the safest race that we could possibly make it. So I rent, uh, like over 1300 plastic barriers, uh, 750 hay bales. And I've got the, uh, the miles family, JT and Jeff that, uh, are, you know, they're my instructions to them are, you know, make it the, the safest race that you possibly can. And honestly, people that's been here and raced here, they will agree that this thing is set up beautiful, safe. We've had no injuries in the first two years, which is great, both to the drivers and to spectators, of course. the It's fenced both interior, totally interior and exterior with a six-foot-high chain link. And so, uh, you know, we've done everything to make it so that, that – the driver feels safe and we can have a great race. Listen, let's, when we come back after this break, let's talk more about that folks. Cause right now talking to Terry Trader from the Quincy Grand Prix, the event, June the 13th and 14th in South park in Quincy, Illinois. Stay with us folks. More to come here on the EKN radio network. Fast, fair, and fun. The Margate ignite spec carding program offers you all of that at an affordable price. The all new ignitecarting.com page provides you with the information you need to fuel your passion for kart racing. Ignite Karting is a spec package that includes the Margay Racing chassis with a Briggs and Stratton 206 engine package and the Hoosier R80 tire. An Ignite K2 is designed for ages 8 to 12, while the Ignite K3 is available for junior, senior, and master's drivers. The 2020 season has a handful of major events for Ignite Karting. The historic Quincy Grand Prix is set for June 13th and 14th, racing through the city's famed South Park. The USAC Karting 
Battle at the Brickyard on July 14th, 15th, 16th is held inside the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, where you have a chance to take a lap around the famed 2.5-mile oval and the special Yard of Bricks. All information on events throughout the country and Ignite Card packages, including dealers in your area, are available at IgniteCarding.com. Head there now to register for the upcoming Scusa Winter Series event on February 7th, 8th, and 9th at AMR Motorplex in Homestead, Florida. Arrive and drive packages are still available. So get off the couch and onto the track this year. Ignite Karting. Fuel your passion. The Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is where out-of-the-box ease and outstanding consistency meet to create legendary races. Briggs & Stratton's history in motorsports dates back to when the first engines came off the assembly line in the early 1900s. Their focus on the grassroots level continues to help build generations of racers. Since 2008, the Briggs & Stratton 206 has gained a following that has the engine powering the largest fields in North American karting today. From the club level and track programs to traveling regional series and national events, Briggs & Stratton competition provides the most exciting racing in the sport. Engineered and hand-built exclusively for racing, every Briggs 206 engine is power-tested and serialized before it goes in the box. Carters can take that engine straight from the box to their cart and be on the podium at the end of the race day. To learn more about the 206 engine and to find a North American dealer near you, head to BriggsRacing.com. Briggs & Stratton Racing. What powers you? The sport's biggest series, East of the Mississippi, is ready to fire up the 2020 season. The United States Pro Card Series will be even bigger and more lucrative than ever before, supported again by the fine people at MG Tires in Miami, USA East. The USPKS will remain a three-race program in 2020, beginning the championship trail at Ocala Grand Prix in March 26-29. The center point of the season will take our drivers and teams to the GoPro Motorplex to compete under the lights on June 18th through 20th, and we'll complete the season with the Hoosier State Grand Prix on July 16th through 19th at Newcastle Motorsports Park in Indiana. If you are looking for the finest top-level series featuring industry-leading IAMI X30 KA100 and Swift competition, come race with us in 2020. We raised the prize bar even higher for our X30 Pro Senior and Junior drivers this year with a combined event cash purse of over $15,000. The Pro Senior drivers will be racing for $5,000 to win the overall weekend points and the Juniors $2,500 to the outright winner. Paying back the top five in senior and the top four in junior. No other series in the U.S. has this kind of payout. Pile all that cash on top of one of the best IAMI prize packages in the country and you've got plenty to be excited about. Don't miss out on the best series in the sport. Check out USPKS.com for all the information you'll need. Move up to karting. Move up to USPKS. Welcome back to the Industry Insider, episode number 31 here on the EKN Radio Network, Wednesday, February the 5th, 2020. My name is Rob Howden. Joining me here today is uh, Terry Trader, the promoter of the Quincy Grand Prix, the 50th year, uh, essentially the, the anniversary of that first running uh, back in, in 1970. Uh, June the 13th and 14th, the date for this year's uh, Quincy Grand Prix in South Park, Quincy, Illinois. Terry, before the break, we talked a little bit about uh, about you when you brought the race back and how the the change was really on on safety. First, I want to ask you, 
what was the motivation to bring it back? You did mention that everywhere you went, people kept kept asking. Well, obviously, for 16 years, you were able to say no. <laughs> what what happened in 2017 that make you say, hmm, well, maybe we can make this happen? You know what? what well, the tra- yeah, what was it? The the tra- the track was so rough that I thought, you know, number one, you know how the gov- government bodies they they have trouble financially, and and I didn't think they'd ever do anything with the paving and. Uh, so they ended up paving, repaving the whole thing. So the track is absolutely smooth. I mean, you come here, I there. There's probably not too many karting, regular karting tracks in America that are as smooth as this park wow, is. Okay. And they don't, they don't let snowplows on it now. But they, I said, guys, you got to keep the big trucks off of it if we're going to have this event. It's got to be smooth. Carts have no suspension, so we've got to have it very smooth. And everybody that's ran it said, "Wow, this is really, really nice." And so that that is one of the things that brought it back. And then. You know, people ask me, do I want to do it? And it, you know, it's a huge job. It's a lot of money to put it on about a hundred grand. And, uh, I said, I will give it a go. And, and by the way, I make nothing on it. This is a, this is basically my charity in the last couple of years, we've done well enough that I've been able to donate yeah, over the two years, about 25 grand back to charities wow. in Quincy, Illinois, which is, I think, very cool. Many, most people don't do that, you know, in a in an event like that. But, I, you know, this is what I'm doing for Quincy, Illinois. And uh, and then what they do for us is they give us tremendous publicity. I mean, we're, we get front page of the local newspaper, which is a, a very good newspaper. And we get, you know, sports section of the of the uh, the television news and the radio news and interviews. And they're out there. And and so it's very cool. So my motivation really only was let's bring it back in memory of my dad. OK. And so one of the things I did, which I think is 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 a pretty neat deal, is I create a special trophy. And we call it the Gussie and we kind of, you know, copied it off the Duffy, which is the greatest, you know, trophy in Cardi. And so um, this Gussie is growing in popularity. What I've done that they didn't do with with the Duffy um, is that I am numbering each trophy. So I will know where each trophy is when I've given a couple honoraries so far. Uh, given Scott Pruitt, uh, D- uh, Gussie number one, yep. <laughs> and uh, and then I last year I gave Scott Evans uh, one because he uh, is tied with with me for the most wins in the park, twenty seven different wins that we've had over the years, and so. Uh, but if you win one, it's it's going to be a trophy you keep. Of all the trophies that I've won over the of my career racing, which was thirty six years, I mean I've kept probably. 10 or 15 trophies. And of those, of course, are the Duffies that you want, because that is a very cool trophy. So created this trophy. And then in honor of the 50th anniversary this year, uh, to try to boost this race and really get more publicity and try to get, you know, people thinking about it more because we, you know, since we don't charge an admission charge, okay, I have to rely on local sponsors, which have been absolutely fabulous, like Quincy, Illinois, businesses step up and they want to have events and it's great, but I need, I need, uh, entries in order to help, you know, defer the cost. And so, um, so this year though, we are adding a $10,000 purse. Yeah. Let's uh, talk about that. Spread out over four different classes. And we we're doing the, we're doing two shifter classes, uh, a 125 CC shifter and a, in a 175 open shifter class. We're doing a Yamaha class and we're doing a Briggs 206 class. So hopefully that'll add to the excitement. Now you don't have to be a professional to enter. Everybody can. And, uh, but we want, you know, that to be kind of our, our 
the deal that the the spectators can like key on to watch that going on. And of course, with our Margate night classes, they've been fabulous and they've helped with our numbers and uh, it's probably safe carding in the Midwest the way. To a certain, yeah, agreed. And yeah. But of course, the other push I had to put this race on, Keith Freever had been on me for I don't know how many years <laughs> to bring. He loves this race so much. He does. It's, he it's does. unbelievable. So, so with his help. And of course I've put together, I, you know, an all-star cast of, of people to put this on. I've got, uh, you know, uh, Rick, Rick folks is the race director. I've got Randy Kugler as the main race announcer. Uh, you know, I got Terry Riggins and all his group. who has got tremendous experience putting on events and bringing in, you know, we've got the, all the timing, uh, experts coming in. Uh, I, I probably got a staff of, um, 50 people and these folks are all paid. You know, they don't have to work for, for nothing. I pay everybody They're they're not going to, you know, retire off of it, but they do get paid for doing <laughs> that for me. And so, uh, it's a real community effort. It really is. And it's, uh, it's definitely the biggest event in Quincy over the year. And it's, I'm, I'm sure, like I said, you know, last year, I think with our entries, we had 319 regular entries, carding entries, and we had 50 business class people that we go out in the community and we have rental cart program and we bring them in and they get to run the park. One I race. love that. I think so that's it's, awesome. it's fun yeah. and it, it gets everybody involved and it's, it's kind of a neat deal. So I look at it like we had like 369 entries, which will make it like probably the, in the top five of entries in, in races oh, last yeah. year in the United States. So, I mean, yeah. carding isn't like it used to be. We don't have the numbers of people that do it, but I think Gus had one, one event that he did here, the 25th anniversary, which uh, he had over 600 entries. It was, you know, just wild. So, well, the, you know, the other thing, Terry is it's really interesting because if you, well, I'll go through the class structure here for some, from people, the way kind of your category, your, your race is now, and a lot of races is you don't have the, the extra entries that people could run, right? Back in the day, you had 600 entries, but you probably still had 250 drivers because everybody was running four classes or five it, classes, right? That's, that's correct. Yeah. And that was different. That was a big, yeah. that's nowadays. So folks, if you're thinking about coming, does this race fit into what you do? Well, number one, of course it can, because it doesn't matter what you run, shifter carts, wherever you're running, you can always make sure you get an arrive and drive. Margay Ignite has their arrive and drive program. This is something you can come from anywhere in the country, Canada, uh, Mexico, across the world. You can come to Quincy and get an arrive and drive program. But there's the you have the Briggs medium class, Briggs heavy, and of course the pro Briggs class, and you have Briggs masters. So a full run of the four cycle Briggs. You've got the Margay Ignite class, senior, Margay Ignite masters, and Margay Ignite heavy as well. Then you've got the pro Yamaha class, as you brought in. You've got the the pro shifters and the pro shifter open category. And last but not least, which I think is super cool because it, for, especially for the, the fans that are there, Terry, it'll tie the, the history of the sport in. You're going to have the, the, the vintage guys there. They'll have an exhibition on Sunday as well, but the vintage carts will be there as well. Yeah. And, uh, you know, our, the other thing, Rob, that I think people don't understand, I mean, I've heard some really, and I haven't been there, but the, the entry fees at a lot of the big races around the United States are sounds real high to me. I've kept our, our prices probably for entries are as low as you'll find. I mean, it's a hundred bucks to pre-enter as, as a driver in per class. That's very, very reasonable for the it amount is. of money it costs us to put this thing on. And so we got to have numbers in order to help us, like I said, defray the cost of the whole thing. 
Well, and that's I'll, I'll put that challenge out there to everybody. At least the challenge or slash invitation, however you want to take it, folks. If you if you're a racer and you've been like, again, one of the things, the reason why we love to do these podcasts, Terry, is because this sport turns over so much, right? There are a, a, there's a great group of guys like yourself and myself who have been around for 20, 30, 40 years, whatever it may be, and guys that have been in the sport forever, lifers. But there are also people that come into the sport. They, they Maybe they found the Margay Ignite program and they're in the sport for a couple of years. We get a lot of turnover three, four, five years, especially as kids grow up and they decide to go do something different. Um, but this is, if you haven't done this yet, if you've raced, let's say you're a Margay driver and you've raced some other, maybe you raced the Battle of the Brickyard or you've run the Rock Island Grand Prix or whatever it may be. This race, Quincy in the Park, is one of those bucket list races that you must do, especially, obviously, they're all adult classes. It, you've got to come and do this. Terry, obviously, you've raced it many, many times. You've won it so many times. But from I only raced it once. I was I raced it once, and then I was because I, I came in near the end of the of the running of of the program, right? I think ninety seven. Then it stopped in two thousand one. I was there the year that Scusa did their King of the Streets there that Alan Rudolph won, and then it was gone after that. So um, this is a, an event I think people need to come to. And I'm sure that I'm sure that over the last two years, you've talked to a lot of people at the end of the weekend that were absolutely thrilled that they actually did say, you know what, I'm coming to Quincy this year. Well, I, it's amazing. We've had this race two years, and we've had over 300 entries both years. We've had no complaints. I mean, yeah. we had a little scoring issue the first year with the electronics and stuff. Well, the local internet provider put a hard line both on the start-finish line and down below on the back straightaway. Really? Yeah, for free. <laughs> for free. I mean, wow. a hard line. I mean, a box. That, I mean, it was amazing, you know, how the people in Quincy will step up. So, um yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, if you come to Quincy, number one, A, and, and you can attest to this, it's the most unique karting track you will ever drive. Okay. Yeah. There's nothing like it. Okay. And so uh, that number one is worth it. Secondly is the amount of spectators you're going to get, A, is is unbelievable. And my goal is to make this like a Formula One event for karting. When you come in there, there's flags flying. There's tents up. There's there's banners everywhere and there's music playing. I mean, you know, I I watch Formula One races and say, what can we do to make this like that? You know what I mean? And so I want the Carter to come here and feel like, wow, I am so happy to be at this event. And, uh, you know, I just want to be there. You Not, not everybody's everybody's going to win. And you actually need a little bit of practice on this track because it it looks like it's a horsepower track. But in reality, it's a driver's track. Oh, it and, is. It's a driver's yeah, track. I mean, <laughs> I can say that. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and, and we're setting it up as safe as possible. So don't worry about getting, get, coming here and, and getting hurt. And uh, we've got flagmen everywhere and we've got safety crew everywhere. And, and it's just an absolute great event to come to and, and be a part of. And Terry, you guys do it on both sides, right? Number one, it's fantastic for the spectator. And I mean, fantastic for the racer to come there. The way you put the event on, just everything happens. It's, it's a great experience for the racer. The reason, one of the reasons why people keep coming back and have come back is what you guys do for the fans as well. Um, you know, you guys, number one, some great vantage points to watch around the track. You guys have food courts all over the park as well for people to get food. You got the special, the Gus's tent now. You have the VIP tent that people can actually, it costs a bit of money. I think it's 150 bucks or whatever. But you guys have a special VIP tent, food, beer, whatever it may be. You guys are making sure that for fa- for fans who want to come and enjoy the day, there's it's just such a great day at the park. It really is. And we're trying to do everything to make it, like I said, 
mm-hmm. an event where the people think that, uh, hey, I got to be there. My friends are going to be there. I'm going to be there. And uh, the Gus Tent idea came up. Uh, again, I got some local business people that are just excited about it. They make nothing on it. They just wanted to be involved. They came up with the idea of doing this tent. We rent bleachers. We put it all in this one little area there, and we've lowered the price this year to $50 a person. What? So, yeah. Amazing. So you That's get $50 a person, and you got a tent. You got the you got right at the start-finish line, uh, seating. Uh, you got free food, beer, I mean, soda, whatever. You know. So we're just, like I said, trying to do everything we can to make it a super special event. Well, here's the one thing. You said it's it's an event you got to be at. And I, I will admit my schedule was so packed that I wasn't able to come for the last two years. But we're changing that this year. Let's talk about this right now. You you, you called me. You said, can you make it? We're coming. We're, we're going to bring the EKN Trackside Live program this year. We're going to be streaming the whole thing on, on our EKN Live page. It'll be Randy Kugler and I get to work with Randy again, which is awesome. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to probably race myself in the Margay Ignite uh, Masters class. But EKN's coming to Quincy. This is awesome. I, I'm super excited about twice. Like, it's what, 23 years after the, I was there the last time, or 20 years actually from the one year. That's awesome. And we we are excited about ECAN being here, uh, along with ECAN being uh, live streaming on the radio and all that. We've also had the last two years, we had a local college come in and live stream the race uh, video, or being video on it uh, through the internet. So we've had that, and it gives the college kids an experience to do this kind of thing. I love it. They do it, for, they do it for nothing for us uh, as part of being a sponsor, whatever. And uh, then you coming in and doing your thing, which we're super excited about it. We just think it raises the level of the whole event. That's what we're trying to do, make this one of the top events in the country. All right, folks, stay with us. More to come here on the EKN Radio Network. I got Terry Trader here with me. This is the Industry Insider, episode number 31. The Quincy Grand Prix, South Park in Quincy, Illinois, June the 13th and 14th. Put it on your calendar, folks. We got more from Terry when we get back after this break. In karting, it's important to be supported by the right people. With over 40 years of experience in the sport, Trinity Karting Group has everything you need to make your program successful. We do it all, and we do it right. We offer trackside support and arrive and drive programs at many of karting's biggest East Coast events, full product sales and service, and professional coaching from our experienced staff. Trinity Karting Group is a full-service operation based at the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati, which gives us access to our custom-designed driver training facility. This allows us to offer private one-on-one coaching to take you to the next level. We're also your Midwest home for Tony Kart and IAMI, and we're your source for MG and Avinco tires in the region. Tony Kart quality cannot be beat, so call us today to put you in a new chassis for your next event. In 2020, we'll be racing and providing arrive and drive programs for the full Supercarts USA Pro Tour and the Great Lakes Pro Kart Challenge, the WKA's Kart Week in Daytona, and exciting events like the USAC Battle at the Brickyard and the Rock Island Grand Prix. From arrive and drive and coaching programs to the parts you need, let Trinity Karting Group provide you with customer service and a racing experience second to none. Trinity Karting Group has a long history of the sport, a winning pedigree, and we're dedicated to driver development. We take pride in our professional approach and our positive attitude. Let us build a custom race program for you. Give us a call at 513-421-4463 or check us out online at trinitycardinggroup.com. In Las Vegas this past November, at the Rock the Real finale and the Scusa Super Nationals, Formula K reigns supreme. 
Daniel Formal drove his leading-edge motorsports Formula K Evo 3 to wins in the biggest races of the year, proving the outright speed of the Formula K brand. And you can make Formula K your cart in 2020 by contacting your local dealer today. Atlanta Motorsports Park is the importer and distributor of the Formula K line, as well as the race-winning Praga chassis, and you can connect with your dealer through the AMP website. The new 2020 Formula K Monster Evo 3 is ready to ride and win, complete with IP Karting's new STRV brake system. Follow in the footsteps of Formal and steer your own Formula K to victory lane. If a Praga is more your style, the Dragon Evo 2 is the perfect choice for single-speed competition. Bolt on your IAMI X30, Vortex Rock, or Rotax Max, and go out and win. Atlanta Motorsports Park has both Formula K and Praga chassis in stock to support new dealers, and they have previous year models in their inventory available for racers who are looking to get a winning chassis at a discount. Head to atlantamotorsportspark.com slash karting to learn more about Formula K, Praga, and AMP's karting program. If you're ready to take your racing to the next level, come join us at Team FMS. Franklin Motorsports is a leader in the karting industry with over 50 years of combined karting experience, and we can provide you with everything you need to go racing. With a large online product selection, select track support events, and a wide variety of shop services, Franklin Motorsports is your complete karting source. We've been supplying racers with start-to-finish support at race events for many years, from providing a helping hand on a weekday test outing or at a club event, to full arrive-and-drive packages at the highest level of karting competition. Our championship-winning Merlin chassis have won at all levels and in all age groups. The Merlin Cadet 950 is the perfect fit for our mini and micro drivers. The Merlin MR29 is the championship pedigree for our junior pilots, and the Merlin LM30 provides our senior and master's drivers with the potential to reach the top step of any podium. Be part of Merlin Nation today. For the 2020 season, Team FMS will be attending the Supercarts USA Winter Series, Supercarts USA Pro Tour, the United States Pro Kart Series, and the Route 66 Sprint Series. For all things karting, visit franklincart.com. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network. My name is Rob Howden. Episode 31 of the Industry Insider, Wednesday, February the 5th, 2020. Just getting into the season. Uh, Terry, we're about four months away, right, from the race. I, I think, right, February, March, April, May, June. Four months away from this race. Registration's open, correct? They, people can register now? Yes, and it's very easy. Uh, www.quincygrandprix.com. Everything's there, all the information, the classes, the the costs. You can register online. Everything, is, is it makes it easy. Uh, you put your credit card in, pay for it, and you're all set and ready to go. We'll acknowledge your entry and and uh, get you in there, pick out the number that you want to run, and and you're there. Okay, so yeah, please do that. It's it's important that we get a good response as soon as we can, so that and we've had good entries so far. But we, yeah. you know, I'm trying to get again bring new people into it that have never really. The people have been here a lot. A lot of them will will re-enter uh, and look forward to, to it. Uh, you know, all year uh, we've had people that you know older that had ran it before came back and ran it one time and you know in 18 and they they were done you know because they that that was their bucket list thing but so we want to continue to kind of spread the word and and uh, continue to get 
people involved with it. That's, uh, you know, we, if I don't have the entries and we don't have the spectators, there's no reason to put the race on. So I always tell the local people, you know, you got to come and be there to watch these guys run. And I, then it, the Carters have got to come and enter so that we can have have my spectators have people to watch run. So it's it's kind of a combination, a teamwork thing with the drivers and with, with the spectators that everybody's got to come to make this the great event it is. And I, and I mentioned it earlier, the, the great thing is for those of you who have not crossed this off your bucket list, and trust, trust me, when you get there, it won't be just a bucket list deal. You're going to want to come back again and again. But let's say you're from up in the Pacific Northwest or Southern California or the tip of Florida or out in, in, Ro- in Rhode Island or something like that. You're, you're quite a, way, a longer ways away. If you, if you don't want to make the haul into the event, there are lots of opportunities to do arrive and drives. I know that. Obviously, the Margate Ignite program has uh, arrive and drives that you can run in any of their three categories that they'll run. Uh, Terry, but you've also got uh, but companies like and, and teams like Harden Motorsports, HM, HMG. They got arrive and drives. So I'm sure they can do a full shifter arrive and drive, a Yamaha arrive and drive. They can probably set anybody up with whatever they need, right? Yeah, and, and call if you'd like to. You could call me on my cell phone. I, I uh, hooked up a, a fellow from California last year with uh, – with some, some rental type stuff, I, you know, I, depending on what you, your experience level, that kind of stuff, there are shifter carts available to rent at different people that I can get you hooked up with. Uh, of course the Margate night is fantastic. And, and, you know, Margate puts on a good show because they put up a big Margate tent. So you're under the tent, they've got their own food, they've got their own bathrooms. I mean, Keith does a really nice job and, and makes it a high caliber deal, but he's had a lot of experience doing that. And so uh, I can give you uh, my number and call me anytime, uh, 217-242-3994. And uh, I will, that's my cell. I got it with me all the time. And any questions you got or any help you need, uh, you know, hotels are going to be, you know, Quincy is a small Midwestern town. Hotel prices are going to be reasonable. You know, the restaurants around here are reasonable. So, again, this whole deal is uh, not only is it an amazing track, an amazing event, it's it's not going to cost you an arm or leg to come do this. Hey, first question, Terry, because I'm coming now. I, I don't know if you know this about me or not, but because I travel so many times, 29 races last year, I think I'm at 25 or 26 on my schedule this year. I got to eat good food wherever I go. What's what's the hot ticket? Well, like where, where have I got to eat? I think I want to say Gus. Where did, where did Gus? I think Gus took me to an Italian place when I was there in '97. What's yeah, what's your tiramis- hot ticket? Well, tiramisu is a great <laughs> Italian restaurant. Okay, yeah. it's beautiful, and the guy that owns it is an Italian. He okay. he came over here from Italy, and it's it's great food, super consistent. But then we've got we've got a place called the Main Course, which is a very high end, uh, but. They don't charge arm or leg, but it's unbelievable food. I'm as good as I've been any of the big cities I've eaten at. Uh, a steakhouse called Boodaloo, which is excellent. And then we've got some great bars in town that serve, you know, the bar food, which is uh, fabulous. Been here a long time. A family in Quincy, Illinois, by the name, name of the McLean family. They have Kelly's Restaurant, Tower Pizza, and and uh, they they have and the Abbey. And these these places are all excellent places to go to so yeah, i'm uh, getting hungry yeah <laughs> that's true <laughs> and so so they will uh you know again the uh, hospitality in quincy is fabulous i will say this i remember that i i, I want to say that the year i was there gus it was gus it was jim Murley and i I think jim Murley was there too this was in 2001 or 2000 when we came with the uh the excuse the king of the streets that year and you mentioned dogwoods the dogwood festival well, i'm actually allergic to dogwoods and so when i got there 
I, the Friday, I had like an like a complete allergy attack. I went crazy. I was able to get things under control and take my allergy meds, and I'll make, I'll make sure that I load up my allergy meds before this year. But I do remember that I could, I, I think Gus, wherever Gus took us, I could hardly breathe and hardly taste my food, anyways, because I was sneezing the whole time. So it was yeah, not very lo- smart. Lo- <laughs> load up on your uh, yeah. load up on your allergy medicine. So that's uh, it. That's yeah, it. and and then we got the front street down by the river. We got a couple of great. Uh, Chicken places that are fabulous, and you got a great view of the uh, the, the Mississippi Mississippi River here, which is a mile wide. It's a very big know, awesome. part of Quincy history, and so yeah. uh, and and by the way, you could come in. Not only you got Saturday and Sunday racing and practice. By the way, there's no other practice but Saturday Sunday. Yeah, we didn't okay. mention that, did we? It's not. Yeah, you're, and the great thing is you're coming in, and it's not like people have tested their practice there five days in a row. It's there's nothing no. on Friday. You roll in, and we start we start Saturday morning, right? That's it. And then if you did need to break motors in, do all that kind of stuff, our track across the river is like, you know, 10 minutes away. You could go over there and, and work on your stuff and dial it in. And, and so that gives you another outlet in case you wanted to come in on Friday uh, you know, morning and, and go over there and, and break your stuff in and have it all ready to go. So that's another option for the drivers. Terry, speaking of the track across the river, TNT Cartways, as you had mentioned earlier, one of the legendary facilities in our sport uh, has held so many IKF Grand Nationals, major events, obviously a lot of great uh, vintage karting events this year as well. What are your thoughts on the, how the return of Quincy, the Quincy Grand Prix has, what's it done for the local karting scene? Do you find that more people are getting excited, potentially more people coming to run across the river? Absolutely. We've had, um, you know, we've been running races there even for probably since 1995, just a local program. And, you know, we would have trouble getting 20, 25 entries. Last year we had 55 to 60 entries all the time. They've really uh, grabbed hold of this Margay Ignite thing because it's so easy. They buy the cart, they got the engine, they got the tires, they, they, you know, it makes it easy. Okay. So, so it has really, really helped, uh, the local thing. And then that helps when they run over there, then they run in the park. So we've, you know, it helps us add entries for that. And, uh, this year we're going to, we have uh, contracted to, to actually do the first kind of major renovation of TNT cartways wow. in probably 40, 40, 50 years. We're repaving the road course section to make it, to smooth it out. I mean, it's been a long time and, and we've kind of did some repairs with cement and that kind of stuff. So it's a little rough. And, and so we decided, you know, with the, with people now, you know, you, you got to be able to afford it and, and pay for itself. So, so now with the kind of entries we're getting, we're able to now we'll, we'll invest in it. You know, I don't do it as a, again, it's a profitable thing over there anyway. So, so what we do is we're spending uh, like 50 grand on repaving the road course section of the track. So I think that's going to help us locally. And then, you know, if we can get, continue to make money, get that paid off, we'll spend some more on it, you know? So you're, uh, that's, uh, you're part of the Ignite Challenge series as well, right? Yes. The Ignite yeah. Challenge series is coming up and, and that always helps and they bring a great crew for us. And so then our local guys can, can run in that too. So yeah, the marketing night thing is probably, like I said, save the carding in, in the Midwest for us. And uh, cause it makes it so darn easy for people that don't know anything. I mean, we've got business people that are buying carts. We've got uh, policemen buying carts and uh, you know, people that you wouldn't think would, would want to do this. But in reality, I think the, the Walter Mitty and a lot of us is there, you know, they That's want, it. you know, they want to experience this this carding thing they watch it and so they let me try to do it too so that's been <laughs> a really nice deal you're right about how the park has kind of brought our local people more involved in, in this thing and it's been kind of nice to see that 
you know, one of the things you've said a couple of times is the fact that this is obviously, it's not a profit center for you. You're not trying to make revenue for yourself. And the, the interest, and I want to bring this up because, you know, a lot of people that have been in the sport know the trader name. Those who maybe have not been in the sport and are around the country don't understand it. You deal with carts with a K and you deal with carts with a C. <laughs> what do you guys do? What do you do for a living, Terry? Well, I'm a Yamaha golf cart distributor, one of there the 20 uh, distributors in the nation. Yep. We have three locations, Lake Ozark, which is a big vacation spot for the world. And St. Louis, is a. we've got a store down there. And then, of course, the Quincy store. And we sell basically what I say, we, we sell everything you want, nothing you need. So, <laughs> we, you know. <laughs> so. I've never heard that. I like that. Yeah. So, yeah. So anyway, but we sell, you know, we're, we've got a very good business in the in the golf cart side of it. And that helps us be able to keep the karting thing going. And we do sell motorsports uh, as well, the Yamaha Motorsports. And uh, we've just taken on kind of a neat little product. We've we've taken on Yamaha makes an electric bicycle. So we've taken on the Yamaha e-bike and uh, it, it's a cool little deal. And I think the uh, the people that are 50 years old and above, are, that's going to be something they're going to like to do. They, can, they get to a big hill where they can't pedal up the hill. They've got the the pedal assist that they can help with the electric motor. Nice. It's a pretty cool. You'll have to take a ride in one when you come. I think it sounds good. Now, listen, here's one thing. We talking all about TNT Quincy. When was the last time you were in a cart and actually got at it yourself? Uh, I, I quit uh, driving probably two years ago. I used to, I, I, and I haven't ran competitive since uh, 94, actually. Uh, okay. I, I want an, I want an IKF national event. And then I, and then I uh, won a race in the park, and I thought, you know, that'd be a good time to quit. So I really haven't actually ran on a competitive basis since 1994. But I did run uh, the vintage races. I've ran a couple of vintage races, like uh, at Newcastle and at, at our track. I've I've done that, but uh, now I've I've decided that I don't even need to do that. So I've so I actually don't drive anymore at all. And we actually had Lynn Haddock up here and honored him one time, and we couldn't get him in a cart at all. We, wow. he wouldn't do it. He said, Nope, Nope, I'm done. Not going to do it anymore. Interesting. So, but we did, it was kind of neat. We honored Scott Goodyear, got him over here. Hell heck he got in the cart and, and he, he was all over it. He loved it. So it was kind of awesome. fun to have that. Yeah. Well, you know what I find, I'll throw this out there because obviously, you know, you had a long career as a carter, but you did, I know that you did dabble a little bit with trying to move. I, I, I'm, we got something else to wrap this up. I know that you did dabble a bit trying to move into cars because I remember when I was a kid, and I don't want to date myself or make you feel like you're older, but I want to say I was probably 15 or 16, something like that. I want to say mid-80s. And you came in, you ran an ASA stock car at Cayuga Speedway. I can't for, believe you remember that. For Dave Jensen. Well, yeah, for Dave, how did, that's unbelievable that you knew that. So yeah, I'm a, anyway, well, yeah. I'm a stock car guy, Terry. My, my dad ran super late models for, for 20 years uh, against Junior Hanley and guys like that. But I remember you coming to Cayuga, and that was my – Cayuga was our big race, the Molson 200, the Molson 300. And there was this guy, Terry Trader, and I wasn't in the cart sport of karting at that point. I was a stock car guy, but he, they talked all about how you were a, a champion carter, and you, yeah, you ran the blue number 24 for Dave Jensen. That is a great memory you have. Yeah, in, in, in that race was pretty uh, interesting. And I only re- actually ran, ran one event, but, um, you know, I got in the stock car racing is so different than, than the karting as far as practice goes because I got there, the, and Dave is about a 6'5". He's okay, huge, so that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I got in the car. I couldn't reach the pedals. I said, Dave, that ain't, that's not going to work, man. So they had to mess around and move all the, the seat up, and then it was like, I missed the first practice session. I said, okay. So they finally got the seat moved around and, uh, 
Then they had to take it through tech inspection. And so I missed a second, second practice. Oh my goodness. Okay. So, so then I finally got out on the track and I probably took it around the track, probably maybe 10 laps. Okay. And I'm thinking of my, and as I'm going through, which is different than carding, you can't see very well. You can't see like carts, you know, because you got all the body work and all that. That was a little bit different for me. And then you've got this thing called a wall that's there. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) that's a little different. Okay. So, so I came in and I, he said, you got, you did okay. That's that's, you did. Okay. And I said, okay. So, well, next session, I'll get on a little bit more. He says, uh, there are no more sessions. That's it. I go, no way. And so qualifying. yeah. So I said, okay. So I went out and qualified. I, I made the race like 30. I started 33rd and I ended up, uh, I, you know, I had two goals. I said, look, I'm going to finish. I'm not going to crash this thing. And so, uh, in that race was in a legendary bunch of people. It was, uh, oh, yeah. uh Ru- Rusty Wallace, Mark Martin, Alan Colwicky, uh, Butch Miller, yeah. uh, Dick, Bob, Dick Trickle, Dick Bob, Trickle, yeah, Dick Trickle, Bob Seneca, Harold Fair, Seneca, yeah. Oh, it was like an unbelievable. If you look back, it was an all-star crew, no doubt. So here I am out there, first first race of it. And anyway, I ended up <laughs> fin- finishing tenth and got the position improvement award and won, I don't know, a thousand dollars or something like that. But heck, I'd never had a pit stop before. So I just, <laughs> I'm just like coming into the pit area, like, like a Sunday drive, going to the bank or something, you know, like, <laughs> well, hold on. People, people have to understand this. Anybody who's been to a stock car track, we're not talking, this isn't a quarter mile or a third mile. Cuyuga's a five eighths mile. That was a, it's, it's a fast. It was, it still is. They've rebuilt it. It's called Jucasa motor speedway. Now it's the fastest short track in Ontario. It's fast. I'm trying to think what we averaged. I think it was around 100 or something like that. Oh, was, I think you guys were fast. probably 120. I think 110 was, maybe. Yeah, 110, oh, 120. Something like that. Okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it was fast. And again, like they had walls. And it was, a, it was a really interesting experience. But I guess, you know, it's like a lot of things. If you Maybe I didn't want it bad enough to move up in order to continue to do that. You know, because you. Yep. if you talk to Scott Goodyear, he's willing to pay any price it was to get – where he wanted to go. I mean, he slept on chicken coops and stuff like that. If you ever want to interview him, he's a, a he's a great guy. And and but he did whatever it took to get there. Scott Pruitt, basically, him and his his folks, they took you know they mortgaged their house to get him a ride in in a in a at the Long Beach Grand Prix. That's and it. he did yep. well enough that he got a ride. So I mean, it's like how bad do you want it? You know, there's so many kids that want to do this racing thing, and as you know. There's a lot of good drivers out there, but it, the problem is it takes a lot of money to really get to a, the point you want to get to. I mean, you, if you look at every Formula One driver, they were all go-karters. They were all really good, Agreed. but they had to find the right person or their family had to have quite a bit of money in order to help them get to that next level. So, uh, you know, again, anybody can do it. It's just a matter of how bad do you want it and are you willing to work at it to get there? So that's Folks. my speech for that. Folks, we're talking to Terry Trader, the promoter of the uh, Quincy Grand Prix, the race to June 13th, 14th in South Park, Quincy, Illinois. Make sure you come to it. Now we're coming to, to, to wrap things up, Terry. It's something we call the, the EKN Fast Five. I've got five questions for you about essentially your time in the sport a little bit. Are you ready? Are you ready for the Fast Five? Let's do it. All right. Let's start. Question number one. What was your very first cart? And give me some detail. It was a Montgomery Ward's fun cart. Gus, Gus was a manager of the Montgomery Ward Farm Store, Quincy, Illinois. And um, I was six and a half years old, and he gave it to me for Christmas and started running up and down the, uh, the just the, the roads where we lived. And then eventually ended up running in the um, 
the shopping center parking lots got kicked off of there, rented in the <laughs> college parking lots. They got kicked off of there. So finally somebody built a track locally and they started running out there. And then Gus got in the, the drive, Gus would bring about eight carts and run every class. And the guy that was running the track got mad at Gus because he left the pit early or something said, we're going to ban you for a month. And he said, you are, he says, oh, yeah. I says, uh, okay, I'll build my own track. And that's how TNT started in 1961. <laughs> All right. Speaking of that, question number two, and you can say TNT or whatever, What what is your favorite track or was your favorite track during your career? Um, if you look at the fa- – my favorite track was South Park. Okay, yeah. that was the most unique track. Uh, if you look at a regular karting track, of course, TNT was, was – uh, I won a lot of races there. Uh, I actually uh, – liked running at Atwater, California. That okay. was a really, really, really fast track. Uh, Riverside, California uh, is another, uh, you know, legendary 1963. They were built. Um, and then uh, Dalspin, Wisconsin had a great track. They, uh, yeah. they, they've been going, they might've been, they might be the one of the oldest tracks in the country. We were 60, July 61. They might've been built in 1960. I'm not wow. sure. But, right. but Dousman is is a super facility, and their 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 club is great. And, Agreed. You know, th- that was one of my favorite ones. Agreed. All right, number three, question three here on the EKN Fast Five. What was the single biggest win in your karting career? Uh, Nineteen eighty three, Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, that was during the Professional Karting Association five race series, and I came into that race with um, I was uh, five points down to Ron Emick. And, uh, the only thing I could do to try to win the the championship was to win that race and hope that Emmick finished back far enough that it didn't. And, you know, we're talking about drivers, you know, Kyle Atkins, Lynn Haddock, Legspeed, Scott Pruitt, uh, Ronnie Emmick, Vince Paleo. I mean, you're talking, and Jeff Nelson, you're talking about the elite of the elite because there was one class we all ran together. And so, uh, I ended up, uh, Kyle and I, Kyle Atkins and I went back and forth, but I ended up winning the race. Emick ended up finishing seventh. I beat him by a point for the, for the championship. Wow. And it was in the park. park yeah. It was in the parking lot of the Tropicana hotel. So really, really exciting. And, uh, that was, that was my biggest win. And then 1976, uh, at our track was another professional race that, um, I was really fast, but I broke in the first heat, but the way the, FIA scoring system work. If you win the next two heats, you win the race. If you win two out of three. And so uh, I was able to start like in 22nd position and come all the way up and win that second heat. And then I ended up winning the third, the third heat as well. And then those days, the the professional karting thing was in order to win that, you had to run 105 laps. You had qualifying three three 15 lap heat races and three 20 lap main events it was a grueling wow. deal and a tr- true test of the driver and equipment no doubt all right question number four who was your biggest rival um kyle atkins yeah he was uh you know my uh, you know all the rankings all the drivers and all that i i think he was probably the best um I, cause I looked at them. I mean, you know, Ronnie Emick and I went at it quite a bit and, uh, Lynn, Lynn Haddock and I went at it quite a bit cause he was at all the races, but you know, there was a group of guys that were really good. And at any one race, it could be them being the quickest there. And you're talking, 
you know, a tenth of a second is yeah. much like Formula One or, or NASCAR or whatever, you know, and it varies. But uh, I would say Kyle was I respected Kyle a lot because you could go into a corner with him and uh, and and you were you were sure that he'd give you, you know, your room, you give him his room and you could do it without, you know, crashing each other out. So and and he was a super driver. And, uh, you know, if you could run, if you could be Kyle on, on it. Uh, an event you were doing super good that's awesome all right it is the fast five one more question uh who is who was your biggest mentor or influence uh other than my dad gus it would have been stan long my engine builder who uh, was also an employee of tnt the first guy that uh that went to work for my dad when he opened his business in 1964 so stan was uh uh unbelievable engine builder he just was like a doctor of mechanics and he uh, was also a good driver he actually has won a race in the park and uh, the uh, so he'd watch me drive and we'd work on the carts and he was like a big brother to me really was so uh, and stanley's like 82 now and he's uh, still going good and his son is a great driver in stock cars and races all over the country he's doing a great job so um yeah, Stanley was definitely the one. And oh, one thing I do want to mention, Robin, I, you and I will have to get together on this. Because it's the 50th anniversary of the park, I've got all the winners over the years. I'd like to invite all those folks to come to this event this year, and I'd like to acknowledge them. So somehow, oh, like if we can get the word word out, it would be kind of cool. And I'll get you that list so you can kind of we'll put do it on it. the ECAN, ECAN yeah. website. It's, we'll take care of you. So, well, there, there you go, Terry. You made it through the ECAN Fast Five. I do appreciate it. Uh, man, that's... You know this is this is big. Obviously, folks, to, to get this race back, there was so much talk about the the uh, the, Grand, the Quincy Grand Prix for those years. It was off, man. If it, did you ever race the park before? I wish it would come back one time so I could because I never got a chance to race it. This is your chance. It's the third year. They continue to make the thing bigger and bigger. As Terry had mentioned, a ten thousand dollar purse now for a number of the categories. Thousand bucks to win. Uh, everybody getting behind it. That's one of the things. If you haven't been to this race and you come, you you won't believe how much support that the uh, town of Quincy and the industry and the, and the, the chamber of commerce does for this event. Uh, it's going to be huge again this year, June 13th and 14th, uh, Quincy park, uh, Quincy is the website. Check it out. Of course, we'll have all the links and everything uh, on EKM, but, but Terry, thank you so much for joining me here. I appreciate it. I know we're going to do at least one more of these before we start talking about some of the stuff that's happening and some of the drivers that are, are, are coming now that we're coming with the EKN Trackside Live program, we'll have an EKN Outlap the week before. We're going to have a full preview. I can't wait to get there again and race and announce with, with Randy Kugler. But again, thank you for joining me here on the EKN Radio Network. Great to be here, Rob, and looking forward to everybody showing up at the park. Thanks a lot. Folks, we're four months away, as I said, but you can get entered now. Block that time off on your schedule, June the 13th and 14th. It's a Saturday-Sunday deal. It'll be something you will not regret. Trust me, it's a fantastic event. I'm so excited to get back. And again, folks, uh, thank you for joining us here on the EKN Radio Network. We are done for this edition of the Industry Insider, episode number 31. Thank you to Terry Trader from the Quincy Grand Prix for being with us here today. Folks, thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Rob Howden. Bye for now. 